Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast of the Gundam Heroes. We've got a special one today because we end season one. Podcast of, of the uh, Clip Show Heroes. Oh God. Gundam's Wing. <laughs> yeah, and also we're going to have a lot of time to talk about uh, what we think of the series so far and uh, how we're feeling because two of the episodes are literally just summaries of the first season. Holy shit, two. shall we get moved? <laughs> two. Two of them. Two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, normally you, if they do a two episodes or two season like series like this, you would expect a clip show at the beginning right. of the second season. That's fine. Like, I get it. Most Gundams yeah. do one. Most Gundams will do a 20 minute a of, here are the characters again. Like They are assuming you have not seen this show for a couple months at least, you know? Yeah. But... Hey, we'll get to that in a bit. But episode uh, 25. Episode 25 oh, is geez. fucking insane. Uh, we yeah. get a recap of Quattro hey, going... Uh, get ready for the dumbest shit you've ever heard, because <laughs> these next two episodes are... Like, to the point where I had to rewind and rewatch oh, parts yeah. of it to, yeah? just, to just go wait, what did they say? Like, it was just, there were so many parts where, like, and also the subtitles and the localization would be saying things that did not line up yeah, in the slightest. And, yep. and I was just so goddamn baffled that I had to basically watch both language tracks <laughs> and try and piece together what the author's intention was at all. And the answer is, I don't know, man. <laughs> Couldn't get there. Yeah, yep. we, we didn't even bother doing that because we're just like, none of this makes sense. We could rewatch it as many times as we wanted and it will still not make sense. Let's Fuck just it. move on. Yeah, Pat and I would you watch have like a beyond your years. clip and like <laughs> we would rewind it and be like, I'm trying to take notes on this shit and I just have nothing for you guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, episode 25 starts. We get a recap of Quattro going insane and Hero saying, I'm going to kill you and whatever. The title of this one is Quattro versus Hero, so you're going to figure out where this By goes. By the way, Hero's current... I'll kill you turnaround rate. Still 0%. Yeah. Let's see if that changes. That's probably yeah. one of the safest things you could say to you is I'm right? going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the beginning of the episode just starts out with them fighting. Um, I'm just not going to go over most of it because it's whatever. But um, the main deal is that the wing keeps trying to shoot the Mercurius with its giant fuck off laser. And the Mercurius has that like shield doohickey thing going on. So like it's stopping all the shots. But Hero is like, oh, you know, it's going to wear out eventually. I can't keep doing this. The unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Um, Quattro asks what they're fighting over because he's unsure of the plot at this point. Um, he keeps Honestly, saying, I've done this like three or four times now where two characters are fighting each other and, and then they, one of them goes, why are we fighting? This is pointless. And like, it really loses its bite when you do that like every, roughly every three episodes. <laughs> yeah, and Quattro's reasoning is... And God, they try and justify it, and it almost makes it dumber later on. But <laughs> Quattro just says, basically, well, my enemy is Oz, and I'm defending the colonies, but now the colonies have merged with Oz, which means now they're all my enemy, because they're all Oz. don't deserve space, basically. Yeah, like, everything has gone insane. This whole war has gone insane, which, like, yeah, man, war is kind of, like, bad. No, <laughs> like, no but you're I, almost there. I you're kind almost of agree with it. them, because the colonies have gone insane, because the, <laughs> the show has the colonies do the dumbest shit so that it can uh, move the plot forward. You're absolutely his, right, but that doesn't justify why he's trying to kill them. His justification is goddamn crazy. He's still dumb. He's dumb. He's trying to commit genocide on anyone in space because they like the bad guys, I yeah. guess. I Which, mean, he's uh, right, again, but he's still an idiot. <laughs> Hero basically just responds by saying, I'm gonna kill you. And he does this no less than six fucking times. Here, this by whole episode, the way. Hero, like, everything uh, he does makes no sense. Like, oh, in every, like, in literally any half of his lines are, I'm gonna kill you, yep. or I'm gonna kill you, Quatra. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so Quatra brings up a great line. He says, Space has lost all reason, so that's why I'm destroying everything. And I guess he's Fuck including it. himself button. in space. <laughs> Yeah. If, if you um, just replace space with Gundam Wing, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with him there, right? <laughs> uh, Quatra then asks, like, Hero Intro to leave because, like, I don't want to hurt you guys, but I'm definitely blowing up this colony, so, like, you should get out of here. You're but Hero's like, I want to defend a colony. And he doesn't explain why he wants to defend the colony. So Quatra shoots him into the colony. Like, I guess the laser has, like, concussive force that blows him into the. Whatever. They play pretty fast and loose with this laser. <laughs> Like, yeah, sometimes it blows up powerful. an entire colony, other times it, like, hero blocks Can it. Can be blocked like, by other a Other times, well, what's gonna happen made even less sense, because at least hero has a defense mech. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So here's the thing, though. Like, Think about how this would have played out in G Gundam, because I think this is an important thing to mm-hmm. think about over these next few episodes. And we have they some do... time this episode. <laughs> and, they, and they do a lot of like um, very like choreographed style fights, but whereas G Gundam uses its choreographed fights to make story beats and help tell the story and explain some of the emotional impact for things like having the battle and the characters are, you know, like stressed out and working their hardest and having clashes of ideologies and all that. Um, this one, they just kind of tumble into a hangar and like <laughs> Gundam G Gundam would have them probably either eject out and start fighting hand to hand or just have some great ideological exchange and then start fighting hand to hand. Um, Gundam Wing, they kind of fall down. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of falling over. We and that's it, and Hero's bleeding from his up. face a bit. And he goes, I'm gonna kill you. Well, that's a bit later, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> we cut over to Military Un. She's on her barge satellite, and she's like, we're not getting any response from Hero and Troa. Is the colony still there? And they're like, yeah, it is. It's like, okay, they must still be fighting then. Then she gets some, like some new pictures, some uh, recon footage of the Wing Zero, and it's like, and well, send like, this to the Gundam yeah. scientists on Lunar Base and have them analyze it because they'll give us shit. But then the other guy's like, well, we can't contact the moon; the connection's been cut or something. So we cut over to a shot of uh, Tuberov, and he has cut communications because he is all in his crazy, insane mode now, and has decided that he's going to make mobile dolls strictly for Romothalor and fuck Oon. I would like to point out specifically the way that we find out he has cut off communications is. A soldier comes in and says, we received a communication <laughs> to move the barge. And Romafeller says, no thanks. I'll, or uh, Tuberov says, no thanks, I'll pass. Tuberov, uh, yeah. So, yeah, God. But by the way, like, just the way it's handled proves clearly that he has not cut off communication. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah. very just, funny. He's just ignoring them. It's more like they haven't the cut same. off communications. It's like no one's answering our phone calls. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, no, no. They're answering, but they're just blowing raspberries and hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> they keep putting me up to the music from the hamster dance webpage. <laughs> So we get a shot of the Gundam scientists that are still suffocating. They're running out of air, and they're doing their whole... Oh, right. That was last episode. Yeah, they're doing their whole fucking quipping at each other. I think I'm smarter than Uh you, and they're mad that they're dying. I hate these these Gundam scientists come on, like, in in this fucking shot, I hate them more and more. Right. Yeah. I I usually like the smug scientist guys. These guys fucking suck. Yeah. And there's a scene later on I'm going to point out where I fucking hate them so much, but... (laughs) Yeah, um, no, they're monsters. Like, I'll just spoil it now. They're monsters. Yeah. They're yeah. awful people. They're horrible And we should people, not feel bad for them. they also seem really interested in being, like, cool. That's why and, you get your PhD, right? Is to impress all the kids. Right. Well, it's honestly yeah. like Obviously. they're trying to establish the most morally superior mission mm-hmm. so that at the end they can say <laughs> the end justified the means because they wanted the means to be really cool. <laughs> wow, cool robots. <laughs> yeah, um, it's wow, cool robots to the nth degree. Yeah, speaking of which, one of the things they're mad at during that scene is like, oh, we didn't get to see how cool the Wing Zero is or what yeah. the new Gundams we built would do. But. We get another shot of a duo in uh, Wufei in the their jail. They're also still dying. Duo is getting very uh, upset over this. He's how uncool it is to die and suffocate. And he's say, like still monologuing. I I actually like some of the character interactions here between Duo and Wufei. Like they're accidentally kind of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel for like example, Duo makes Wufei a bit more bearable by like <laughs> by being Duo. By yeah, being I mean close. it's almost all Duo is <laughs> oh, the thing. It's, yeah. it's entirely but, Duo, but. Yeah, Duo, like, at this point, he's literally just like, come on, man, at least look at my cool Gundam with me before we die. Oh, man, are you already dead? You big wiener. And then he, like, <laughs> crawls over, and he's like, oh, he's just in suspended animation. What a jackass. Man, that's, yeah, that's a thing that's that pretty Wufei cool, can do. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, oh he's like, God. whoa, that's tight. Yeah, he <laughs> just is like, oh, neat. But yeah, it's, it's and then he lays down. Fifteen year old super assassin reaction to dying by suffocation. It's just like, God, this is the least cool way to die. <laughs> Fuck! Come on, Wufei. At least we can tie in this stupid way together. <laughs> oh, you're already dead, you dumb idiot. Oh, oh, oh okay, you're fine. Well, maybe see you later, bud. You're Take it fine, easy. But this but lies you down. Gone into suspended animation because that's just a thing you can do. You can just stop breathing and you'll be fine. Yeah, it it didn't make any sense in the show. It doesn't make any sense when we talk about it. It's no. I don't nope. even know what they're going for. 
Um, <laughs> we go back to Hero. Uh, he's trying to pull his Mercurius mech out of the colony where he got blasted into. Uh, Quatra still telling him, like, please stop, stop. And Hero's like, if you're going to kill me, do it now or whatever. So Quatra's like, fuck you. He shoots the laser, but Troa flies in and takes the hit. And you have to remember, Troa's mech is half blown up. It's missing half like a leg and up. an arm. And he's and in he the, the one that was de- It's made of it tissue It was designed paper. to be a sniper. It yeah. is not specialized in melee fight. <laughs> yeah. And so it cannot take <laughs> these huge blows. But no, it just it's catches fun. it. Yeah, yeah, so it starts blowing up. Quatra gets super upset about this. Uh, Hero's like, Troa, you got to get out because your vein's about to blow up. He flies off. And gives this like speech as like really, it's a long Aww. speech. Yeah. So it first makes off, no his his mech is actively exploding during this, and he gives a speech for about two minutes. Second and, of all, there is a giant hole in his mech that goes straight to the cockpit. He just had to undo his seatbelt, and he'd be fine. Yeah. Also, he flies like a good like three hundred miles away from this colony during the time he's giving the speech, which is there are some problems. Yeah. But uh, he talks about how the colonies have switched sides, so our mission is over. We are no longer soldiers, but we can't change everything ourselves. We have to work as a team and do this. And it's like, he starts, he's, like, I don't know if he's dying. He's just, like, randomly spouting, like, stream of consciousness. But, like, his whole speech does not make coherent sense. He just starts speeching. Yeah. It's, it's wild because, like, the idea is, like, it seems like he's trying to justify to Quattro why you need to chill and, like... <laughs> Look, we can't actually do it, man. Like, turns out four super soldiers can't change a political atmosphere, and we're kind of in a bad spot right now. So, just accept that we're kind of garbage now, I guess. Yeah, like, I mean, like, your summary a- of it is what they were going for, and it makes sense. But, like, but- the way they went about the speech is just oh, all yeah. over the place. No, I'm translating. This is literally <laughs> a two-minute speech. I'm trying to correct and figure out the most appropriate angle for it to have been if it was written by a reasonable human being (laughs) god and just like story beat wise don't do this when your mech is literally in the middle of exploding like you you have just ruined the scene for both angles you had so much time there was so much time that you could have been doing these monologues like hero and quattro who are actively battling had time to fucking monologue at each other like come on yeah so the main uh line he gives here says the five of us are redundant you have to accept this new era then he super explodes Um, what bothers me is he monologues for so long that either troa or hero no not uh, katra or hero could have gone up and grabbed him out of his neck <laughs> while he was yelling his speech but they just stand there oh it gets i'm gonna kill you yeah, it gets so much so after this <laughs> happens um mercurius like shoulder checks wing into the side of the colony and they're inside this like hangar area it's like watch then, gonna go get him and hero's like fuck no. you hero's like no again. you killed him you don't get to go save him i guess like, this is Again, this in G Gundam would have been a great scene with so much wonderful animation of faces superimposed on Gundams doing hot kung fu moves while they talk about the meaning of life and death in war. But instead, yeah, Hero just kind of tackles him and they're on the ground and then Quatra's like, hey, I could go, we could go save Troa, don't be a dick. And then Hero's like, yeah, and you killed him. And then he's like, what, don't be a dick, man. And then, uh... He like, continues to be a dick. Uh, in, in G Gundam, it would have been that one of the characters would have a reason to not want to save Troa, as opposed to both of these people who explicitly know it's in their best interest to not let Troa die. Like, j- just in general. And Hero's just like, fuck you. Fuck you, you killed him, you're awful, and you should calm down. It's like, he, he clearly already has, because he <laughs> wants to go save Troa. He's clearly... Uh. Not in I want to murder everything mode, but Hero's still like, no, calm down. You killed him. Fuck you. Punches him in the face. Yeah, and to make this even stupider, like after he says, yeah, you killed him, Hero then tries to like beam slash. Like the shield on Mercurius has like a beam saber in it. So like he tries to slash the wing open, but like his shield explodes. And then Hero just passes out in his cockpit after saying, yeah, you like, killed him. Literally, fucking Quatra and the Gundam Wing Zero are down, like just lying there. And then Hero swings a beam saber, and inexplicably, his whole fucking arm explodes, <laughs> is what happens. Yeah. Like, just to be clear, I also had to rewind this to go, wait, did what? he do anything to make his arm explode? And the answer is, no. nope. No. <laughs> it just 
It just blew up. Good job, scientists. The, the way ultimate to, craft indeed. And then the way they completely <laughs> undercut this entire scene is after Hero passes out, they go out to space where the V8 blow up, and Tro is floating there clearly alive. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, and like this was a pretty big explosion that happened too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like maybe that, staying in the cockpit was smart because if he was thrown clear, he would have been incinerated in a fireball. <laughs> And, like, they could have made this a character developing moment where both Hero and Quattro realize that their fights are pointless and all that by having Troa die and that being the catalyst for their change. But, no, they couldn't go and off one of their pretty boys, so... Or even just by them both agreeing that they should save him. Like, that would have been a thing. But, no, it doesn't do either. (laughs) So, to be clear, the thing that happens as soon as he slashes and it, like, shows up is one of the funniest things I've seen in my whole life, which is... He slashes, the arm blows up, it cuts back, his head is bleeding for... Yeah, that's why not. Um, and he, while he's passing out, and Quattro's like, we could just save Troll, why do you have to be such a dick? Hero just goes, I'm gonna kill you, Quattro, yep. and then falls unconscious. Holy shit! You know, like what a time, one like, track mind like that, moron. It just makes me think of like one of these like fifteen year old brats on Xbox Live. Yeah, that, like doesn't know when he's done. Hero would <sighs> absolutely get lost in Halo. <laughs> and the thing too is, is again, Hero currently zero percent on I'm gonna kill you follow through, yeah. and uh, <laughs> this one's extremely bad because he keeps saying it as he's clearly unable to kill. <laughs> <Kant>. <laughs> Yeah, so that stupid fight. Uh, we get cut down to a Romafeller meeting back on Earth. And now um, this is possibly, despite everything that just happened, one of the dumbest scenes in the show. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The whole show up to this point, oh. and this is still dumber than it. Yeah, I, so, I don't understand anything that happened in the I next don't either. Like, 10 um, minutes. <laughs> we'll, tr- we'll try to recap what's going on here, but it's really convoluted. So Romafeller's having this meeting. The Bing Duke guy is saying that they're dumping money into the mobile suit production in space. Um, this is going out, working out well for them. And since they're ruling, they're going to use all these dolls to stop the fights everywhere on Earth and just kind of make have this huge hegemony thing going on. Like, I'm just going to summarize basically the Romafeller's main goal at this point. Because it is the one thing that is kind of maybe sense. sensible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the one thing that is kind of your anchor when trying to navigate these awful seas of this speech. <laughs> Uh, and that is, the Romafellers want to convert war from being a thing that the primary resource is human lives to the primary, like, restrictive resource is capitalism. Because they're trying to convert it to a thing that can just be bought, right? Like, yeah. you just do the mining and you make more dolls, you have more resources, you win by default. Because they're already known, you know, like that kind of thing. Uh well, now that you know that, let's see what Trey's Kush Renata does. <laughs> yeah, so Trey's comes in and crashes this meeting. He just walks right into the middle of the conference hall. Uh, the Duke is like, oh, yeah, good job, Trey's. The way you got all those dolls on the moon, we're great, relying on you. You basically all did all of this. Thanks, yeah. dude. And Trey's is like, I'm not supporting the Roma Fellers anymore. I've handed in my pink slip. And the Duke is shocked at this. And so Treyas gives the most roundabout speech that is in essence saying he doesn't like mobile dolls because they cheapen wars and the lives that are given for them in the past. He's like, if we keep if we start in the future using a lot of drone strikes, then all the people that died before it's got to be, you know, useless. Why they gave up their lives for whatever they were believing in. And and this thing gets weirder and weirder the longer the show tries to expound upon it. Like this is <laughs> going to be the next episode, but it there there's a quote about how he loves when people die in wars. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I should yeah. mention that it, while I gave that one line sentence about what he's trying to say, he said that in about two minutes of like the most janky yeah. all yeah. over he the just place going. That he could. It's just um, he talks about like the sanctity of human life and and how it's precious, and I'm like, you know, normally that kind of thing is an argument for drones. Like instead of soldiers being on the front line dying pointlessly in wars, we can have machines is, do it. But like he's arguing, he's horny for blood. Yeah, yeah, he's just too horny for yep. blood. And the thing is, uh, this and another speech that comes later, they repeatedly use emotion and or mm. heart to try and hand wave any time what he says clearly doesn't make sense. Yep. And in a later speech, which we'll get to, they have one of my favorite lines, which is something along the lines of, well, if you don't get it, 
then I guess that's why you suck so bad. (laughs) And they say that after the most confusing bullshit I've ever heard. And then they ended on, well, I guess you're just stupid because you don't get it. And it's like, well, fuck off, Gundam Wick. City people just don't get it. So Trey's also says that he used to think pacifism was dumb, but then he saw the Gundam pilots and they showed up and they're cool. He never went anywhere with that thought. Uh, we see a montage of like the death site blowing up and Quatra's dad dying and stuff. And he's like, the history will think the Gundam pilots are losers because they didn't accomplish their missions. But I don't think so because they kept fighting for what they believed in, which is, okay, sure. And then the Duke is like, I don't know what you're talking about, Trias. He's like, Trias like, like, I want to be a loser. There it is. Which is <laughs> one of the best sentences from Trays can't lose Kushra. Trays big wins Kushranada. <laughs> Trays literally took to over the world Kushranada. Okay, like, all victors yeah. are losers eventually in history. And, and I want to be a imagine, loser right now. I don't know. What imagine if halfway about. through Alexander the Great's conquest, he was just like. Eh, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) So the Duke is like, "Uh, sure, whatever, dude. Uh, You're demoted. You're confined to HQ. We're going to take away all your forces. And uh, during this talk, he pulls out, like, the fanciest fucking gun alive and just puts it on his desk. This gun would not shoot straight in a million years. And it would warp the second you fired it. I think that's the point, because Trace looks at it and goes, ah, that's a gun that's shit, and it's just there to be decorative. It's just, like, these guys, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're they're just fancy lads who have no knowledge of war. It was just really funny, because the Duke was saying this, like, okay, well, you're confined to your headquarters, he's just pulling out this gun. The memory of you will live on. And I like thought they were trying to imply, okay, kill yourself. And we'll say it was, you know, yeah, in just, good. Just take him in the back and shoot yeah, him. I also thought that yeah, too. Just like, and then it, they it, don't. it was a good, you know, like we'll tell them you were a great hero. Just here, do this. What you served us well. Yeah. yeah. But instead, but, no, it was arrest. just a metaphorical gun that they accidentally, the, the the writers accidentally literally put on the table. <laughs> it was just the script and the animator noticed it. It's like, oh, okay, puts the oh, gun, on the right, gun on the table. Gun on table. So like, we go back. Oh up fuck! The, we go back up the space. Uh, military Un's super pissed that uh, Chuburov is uh, like betraying her or whatever. <laughs> so she's flying that barge space station towards the moon. Uh, the moon has seen this and they're like, well, fuck this shit. And they send a bunch of those Taurus dolls up to stop them. Uh, Tuberov calls uh, Un up right as they're about to attack and uh, Un says that uh, Trace has fallen in love with the people and also the people's deaths and therefore there she's going to get in her mobile suit and fight these dolls because emotions can make battles worth living for and death is the truest emotion for a soldier. I don't know. She Un- really starts carning warrior poet in the dumbest way possible. Yeah. Un says that, like, the dolls are going to replace those that are too afraid to fight. And, like, this entire time, Truboff is just listening to her on Skype. And he's like, what the fuck is this crazy person talking about? <laughs> but um, they go out, or Un and her fighting force goes out in their Tauruses. And Trubadoff thinks that the barge is going to fire the uh, big laser at the moon. But Un was just using that as a decoy so she could get to the moon without the dolls, like, checking it out. Because, like, he sent the dolls up to stop the colony. And she's, like, ignoring that shit. So she gets down to the base and starts breaking into it. Uh, she orders the guys to take over the doll factory and then gets out of her own uh, suit to go oh, release God, the Gundam right. pilot. Oh, God, right. This was in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. This yeah. all happened oh, here. Yeah. yeah, so her major plan Jesus is... episode 25 was the thing. Yeah, her yeah. plan was not to shoot the laser at the base, but instead to take over the doll factory and to release the Gundam pilots because that's what she and Trey's wants. That's the entire reason. Yep. She, she has just like, says, she's like, like says. bond with Trey. She just knows. She's a tactical genius. <laughs> <laughs> so we see a shot of Hoon's going into this command room. Uh, she goes over to the console and turns back on the air to the scientists, and they're all happy about that. I'm not um, dead. Yay. Yeah. But again, like, it's just another thing of you've already established this character has some serious mental issues. Like, you can't now have her be the paragon of stability, yeah, right? right? This like, is a redemption arc as well. For a character who wanted to blow up a nuclear bomb on a base to take out the Gundam pilots. <laughs> This is a lady who threw a bomb and killed Rulina's dad and a bunch of other innocent people this in a room. This is a character who decided it wasn't enough to drop a man backwards out of a cargo plane in a chair. She had to point a fucking gun at him and no-scope him as he was falling to earth. 
Like but no, now she's redeemed. Now she needs she a redemption saved. arc. She saved the scientist. She saved the gun <sighs> pilot's redemption. She allowed the plot to continue. <laughs> was it just like the people watching this were just like they really liked her character design or something, so they felt the need? I, I don't. Guess. I don't get oh, it. No. This character in any other work of fiction would have just been pure villain. The end. No need to redeem her. It's cool. Like she's just trash. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she opens the doors and the gun, the pilots and the scientists escape. Uh, Chuboff shows up, pulls a gun on her. Uh, she turns around. She's like, you can shoot me to confirm your ideals or something. And then he, of course, shoots her. <laughs> he shoots her. Yeah. yeah. Again, Tuberov being maybe kind of reasonable here. Yeah, I'm just, well, fine, if you think so much of your All plan, right. then shoot me. And he goes, all right. All right. <laughs> Does it. Uh, so, but I'd like to point out, they very clearly make sure to show she got shot, like, through the chest in a, you know, maybe lethal way. Because this show has clearly demonstrated if someone's dead, they had shot him. <laughs> no, she's like, totally no, dead, Ty. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we cut outside. Trubov has been making these new mobile dolls. They're not the Tauruses. I don't think they've been named yet, so I won't say anything. But yeah, these new mobile dolls episode. are. Yeah, they have. Um, they kind of have like both parts of the V8 and the Curious. Like they have that little shield thing going, and they got like the oh, V8's laser gun. Nice. So like they're pretty good. Get, get used down. to seeing one shot of those guys, like close up shot of them about to attack. Like pulling they, the thing out of their yeah, shoulder or whatever. They reuse that a lot. Yeah. Um, they're blowing up all of Un's forces because they're new and cool. Uh, Duo uh, and Wufei somehow find their new Gundams, which are <laughs> Duo. Duo. Sorry, that's, that's their <laughs> name whenever they're both on screen. That's the celebrity name. Yeah. A nice Duo. Yeah, so they find their new Gundams, and even though they're like 80% done or whatever, they still get out (laughs) inside of them, go outside, and start kicking some ass. And there's some really. They have one of the most personable exchanges that has ever happened, and Wufei only says one word of it, of course. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, Wufei says a couple. Basically, as they're escaping, and it's when they've both just gotten in their Gundams before they start kicking ass, Wufei says something along the lines of, like, ah, damn, this thing's only like you know, 70% complete or so. And Duo's like, man, we're lucky to be alive. We can't really be picky right now. And Ufei's kind of like, yeah. It is maybe the most personable exchange the Gundam pilots have ever had. For a split second, Duo and Wufei were both people. And it's an incredible <laughs> moment. And like, the thing is, in any other media, this would just be an exchange yeah, some characters have normally. But in this show, it's like a shining oasis of Jesus yep. Christ. You can write characters for 15 seconds out of the first 25 episodes. We're like 20 hours deep and you did it. There was one sentence that sounded like people. <laughs> So then we basically, they go out, they show off their wow, cool Gundam. Uh, Death Scythe has two scythe blades now. Oh, and Wufei um, has two stretch arms And Wufei has the, is, has gone full stretch arm strong. Yeah, it's like the Gundam scientists were looking at the old, like, Death Scythe <laughs> and uh, Shen Ma saying, the like, how can we make this better? And someone just types times two on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, their new Gundams. Yeah, so the end of this episode, we see Un face down on the floor dying, uh, talking about how Gundam pilots can't find their own answers and are powerless, but I love them anyway because they keep trying no matter what happens, and then she dies. And she keeps trying, and then... Yeah. Uh, episode 26, uh, we got a recap of Quattro and Hero fighting, Trouble blowing up. The title of this one is called The Eternal Flame of the Shooting Stars, which is the fucking name of my new uh, deviant art. I, I guess that's supposed to be a callback to the first episode, the shooting star she yeah. saw. But like, uh, this show does not have themes strong enough to justify the these callbacks. They're trying allowed to do this. Like, you yeah, have to yeah, they're be trying good to, to do. Well, the other thing is, if you're trying to do like themes or like, you know, obviously, lead motif is more of a term for music. I'm sure yeah, there's a common term in writing, but yeah, 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 where you're just like calling back to an earlier thing, but slightly different. Usually it's because there's ties between those things <laughs> or some kind connection. of tie you are trying to imply. Yeah, exactly. Um, this doesn't have that other than the same characters are on screen. We're, we're going back to Earth is, is basically what that's going to turn into. Y- yeah, Yay that's space. it. That's all. Yeah, no no, like major theme or no. important. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this episode starts off with uh, some spaceships that are re-entering Earth. Uh, down on Earth, ba- uh, 
military base is going on an alarm. And uh, we see that as these guys are talking, they kind of, in an ex- uh, casual, exped- not exponential, exposition, exposition, thank you, uh, way, they <laughs> yeah, say that you. they're members of the Treyes faction. Uh, the narrator breaks in and starts talking about Operation Nova, which is the Roma fellers are like, okay, we got all these cool new mobile dolls, uh, but you know, it seems that after Treyes did his resignation, a bunch of soldiers decided, hey, hey, this Treyes guy's cool, let's follow him and do a coup Let's on the double Roma mutiny. Yeah. yeah, they literally just pulled this group out of their ass. They're just like, these soldiers really liked Kushranada. They really like the color thing. green. And then or the maybe next the color blue. Is, I can't remember no, which. No, green, green is trays. Blue is okay. Roma Fowler. It's the same somehow, uniform, by the way. But, yeah, yeah, it's just color different. But now they're in also, different colors. <laughs> also... Trey's wears blue, which yep. really yeah, fucking help. does not help. <laughs> yeah, it does not help because they can't even keep artistic theming in this in this no. fucking show. Yeah, <sighs> so these guys are loyal to Trey's, and of course, Roma fellows want to take them over. So they send these new mobile dolls, and we see that Trey's forces are getting blown up because these new mobile dolls are pretty good at doing their shit. And again, they're explaining, okay, we're going to send these things down to Earth. We're going to introduce that there's a new kind of warfare that doesn't cost human lives. Instead, it just costs money, and therefore, we have the most money. Therefore, just listen to us. Like, again, a straightforward plan that seems... They're selling the rifles, basically. I mean, it seems unnecessary at this point, because they've already won. But, you know, I guess they feel the need to win more. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to point out that this scene shows the tech the new suits have. And it's clearly stuff like the shields that are on the Mercurius. And it's like... The scientist fucked up so hard that they have made new technology for Oz, the thing they want revenge on. Well, well done. Well done. Don't worry, this is the theme. This is the only theme. Yeah, it's, it's, again, I said it before, but it's that fucking Jeff Goldblum line from Jurassic Park. They didn't think if they should. They were so concerned that they could. Basically. Um, but the atom bomb was supposed to be used for good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the Oz soldiers don't like the dolls. They back Trey's because Trey's wants them to die instead of bo- whatever. Um, we see the Troubadour forces have captured the two Gundam pilots, so they have uh, Hero and Quattro now. Yeah, when did they do that? What happened? Just off Some... screen. Don't, they don't just, ask they questions. They just, I guess, flew a bus over there <laughs> and picked them up because, like, like <laughs> there is nothing in the show about okay. it. I can understand I, I would like getting to... Hero because the Mercurius was half blown up yeah, and he passed out. Yeah, it was out. dead. But, but what about the wing? The wing's zero. Wufet, or not Wufet, Quattro was fine, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And in the Invincible God Machine. Yeah, yep. so we see um, them captured. And this, we... By the way, up to this point, uh, everything that was going on was so confusing and disjointed that uh, I had heard from y'all that there were two you know, clip show episodes, and I was like, <laughs> is this the clip show episode? <laughs> I was so confused by what was happening. I'm like, is this something that happened that I forgot? Or is this new... And it took me, like, a good two viewings of the opening to be like, no, this is new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we see that they're captured, and we see the wing, Mercurius, and the half-blown-up Vaya getting pulled back to the moon. Um, Hero and Quattro are going inside the moon base, and as they're going into the moon base, Quattro starts beating up the guards, so Hero's like, okay, cool, and he beats up the guards, too. But then it's... Yeah. And, like, I, I thought when I first saw this, like, okay, they're going to escape now, obviously, because they're friends again. But no, Quattro goes over to the half-blown-up V8 and starts crying because he's sad that Troa is dead. And then the guards wake up because they didn't knock him out fully, and then they start beating the shit out of Hero because <laughs> he was just there. Hero just sweeps two of them. Like, he just did, like, a Mortal Kombat sweep. And then they stood up and were like... You know, we have guns, right? Hero's <laughs> like, like mm, oh, right. Fair enough. And of course, yes. Chimarron has point. given the order that makes the most sense in the show, and that is to kill the Gundam pilots. And, and then his soldiers saying, don't you, do it. They don't and do then it. They don't do it. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, he says out loud, we have orders to execute you as they're pointing guns at them. And I'm like, oh, okay, tight. So, like, do that. And they're like, no. I no. mean, we're going we're gonna to make you. Well, I'm gonna like, kill it you. I, I can't even think out. Like I That's can't even true. form the logic in my head because they, they're just like trying to say like if you act up again, we'll kill you. And it's like you are literally going to go kill them. So <laughs> that threat is nothing. It's that really where you got to mop the blood up. 
That's you are literally walking. <laughs> yeah, they could have you just are. Left him in space and had dealt with it there. Right. You're walking. You're like literally walking to the electric chair with them, and you're like, "Hey, I might punch you if you if you don't sit down." <laughs> and it's like they don't care. They have no reason to care. You just explain to them that they're dead men walking. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So the guards tell Hero all this, and they're pointing their guns at them. But lo and behold, out of nowhere, the Trias faction, which I guess Un has kind of set up shows up and uh stops these guards from doing that i love Um, that the lunar base is apparently just this gigantic impossible to navigate maze that an entire (laughs) political faction has set up in one of the corridors (laughs) and the rest of the soldiers don't even like don't know where they are yeah it's amazing (laughs) really (laughs) um we cut to one of the romafeller guys they have uh the wing zero set up and like they're testing out like simulations inside of it Steve um, from accounting is using it. Yeah, he's having fun with it. And Trubilov calls him up, and uh, they're telling him that, like, you, dude, you got to check out this new tech. The Zero reads the pilot's mind and reacts first. This is going to be amazing. And Trubilov's like, no, no, we got to destroy the Gundams. They're bad. They're evil. He's like, it, it's faster than the than the mobile doll systems. And Trubilov's like, yeah, sounds like we should blow it up. Fuck that <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like, sensible. When you've won... Destroying the enemy yes. tech makes sense. When you're losing, you just you steal the enemy tech. They do it the wrong way around in this show so also, often. He literally, the guy says like out loud, he's like, "Hi, this would uh, invalidate the whole mobile doll plan we're doing." We put you know, some money into foundation. that shit. And he goes, "Oh, okay, tight. Let's get rid of it then. If it evaluate, <laughs> if it like, if it ruins every part of our plan that we're executing right now, yeah, get rid of it, please." And then the soldier goes. Nah. Eh, no thanks. I'll pass. <laughs> no. I'll just do a mutiny real quick on that one, Chief. Yeah, so one of Trubov's reasons is, like, we don't know where the freed Gundam scientists are on the moon base. His That's own the other base. part. Yeah. They're in hiding. Yeah. Also, another important thing I want to note now, because in retrospect, it's very good. They have just a regular-ass pilot from their faction in there, like, none of our special boys. Mm-hmm. Just a guy. Yep. Um, and he's doing super good and performing really well. And not losing his mind or anything. Just a thing to know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That in your brain. It should also yeah, be noted that, that this pilot is at least 20 something. Yeah, yeah. true. Like, he's not an impressionable teen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this this guy's name, I forgot what his name was. Um, he. Trent. Don't worry. Trent, that yeah. sounds right. Trent's like, okay, we'll blow it up, but first, I want to get some super sweet data. Get one of the Gundam pilots and throw me here. I want to see how uh-huh. if he gets a high score or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's. This turns out to be a bad idea. Uh, uh, who could have seen that coming? Yeah. So we cut to the Gundam. We cut over to the Gundam scientists. All five of them are in this room, and they're putting like electrodes on Quattro's head for whatever reason. And they're recapping that the Zero apparently has influences the pilot's brainwaves. And um, they, yeah, they dump a bunch of plot on you here. Yeah, we're basically hand wave magic. The Gundam wing it, it reacts to your brain directly. And also makes you pissed. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the Berserker mode from G Gundam, but bad. Yes, that's what it is. It's the Berserker yes. mode. It is a poorly execute. It's a Berserker mode that doesn't work and backfires, like worse than Berserker mode already did in G Gundam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they also mentioned that Trace is confined, that Oz split up because some people are following him, some people are following the Roman missing. Um, yeah, Un's missing. Oh, yeah, they do mention escape. she was shot, but no one knows where she is. <laughs> <laughs> And no one knows where she is because, like, it's apparently like fucking Pan's Labyrinth in there, and no one yeah. knows where she was. <laughs> most unknowable base. What is this? Like, it's as someone who has been in, <laughs> as someone who has been inside of a Ford production facility, like they're pretty big. It's hard to find things. I imagine one that like takes up a sizable portion of the moon would be hard to navigate, but not like. This hard. Well, they clearly <laughs> like, don't have security cameras anywhere. Right. Or a map, it would seem. <laughs> yeah, so Duo and Wufe escape. Their Gundams are mostly done, but they can probably finish it themselves. Tro is missing in action. Um, they also mentioned that the Zero system makes the pilots super aggressive, and that since Quatra was too much of a good boy, and also since he saw his father killed, he was really mentally unstable, and there the system fucked him up even more, so that's why he was going crazy earlier. And like I think as it's the scene goes like, on, it's not long term damage, but it it totally makes you go crazy. Yeah, and as like the scene goes on, like, it, it causes you, it causes you to be unable to evaluate who the enemy is, and if you misevaluate who the enemy is, then you attack them, and you're unstoppable, and all this stuff. Basically, 
they're showing that this is just as bad as the mobile dolls. Yeah. Like, this system is also dog shit. <laughs> we have two dog shit systems in place. Yeah, One so, just requires a person to die in it as well. <laughs> the scientists are like, yeah, you guys, we trained you from birth to be super soldiers, and you're all really good at that, but you're also really terrible don't emotionally. Don't you. They actually talk to each other as if Katra and Hero aren't there. They're like... They're terrible on this soldier thing. They're awful. They're unstable. We we trained them to be assassins. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. Wow, you guys maybe are Maybe this like, could oh. have been avoided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe pick someone hey, who isn't you know 15. How, you know how they pitch the creators of Raiden as like good guys in Metal Gear Solid 2? <laughs> on how him being a child soldier that's being raised through a virtual program is pure upside. And Raiden at the end says... Hey, thanks for that. <laughs> you know that. Oh, just kidding. It's all literally the opposite because this is a monstrous thing to do to a human being five times. So just so you know, at this point, high opinion, I think the scientists are fully and completely unredeemable. Not only have they made yeah. a weapon of mass destruction that they were completely aware was only a weapon of mass destruction. Several. They also trained five like Kids child from birth, soldiers really, yeah. from birth yeah and then on top of that they made a berserker system attached to the wmd <laughs> like, yeah jesus I want them. fucking christ guys i want them uh, dead more than any other character in the show i want them all to die i i really genuinely just want them to go like, away no wonder lady Yoon kept him around for so long she was taking notes she was just like, damn these guys are good like, damn Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, so Hero is prepping to go get Zero back because he needs his Gundam. Uh, Quattro is like, oh, I, don't, I don't know who to fight anymore. Like, everybody's, you know, reasons for fighting are so convoluted and stupid. I don't know who my enemies are. <laughs> and Hero is like, well, you can always tell the enemies because of the ones after your life. And this will come is, back later. Isn't that everyone? At this point. Yeah. Um, Which means Hero just verified to Troa that, yes, he should have blown up the colonies. Because <laughs> they <laughs> all... Yeah. By yeah. the way, the colonies... All want your life. Because remember, yeah. the colonies have dubbed the Gundams as a Terrorist. menace and yep. celebrated yep. when the corpse was blown up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so on the moon, the Trias guys finally realize that they're surrounded by the Oz dudes because they've been looking around for them. The Romafeller guys, I should say. Um, they're surrounded in... I don't even know. Like, they bring up a map during this section, and it's like this weird labyrinth. So it just furthers my theory that the moon base is just a Who giant fucking this maze. moon base? Yeah. Um, the Romafeller guys... Uh, Roman Fowler dude calls up the uh, Trias guys and like, listen, we used to be on the same tide. Let's talk. Maybe we can c- cut out a deal so no one has to die. Um, and this, this is to Trent, by the way, not to Dubarov. Yeah, this is the Trent guy who was fucking around with the Zero system. And uh, they chat with the scientist and like, listen, if you give up the gun to pilots to us, we'll let you guys kind of go. But the scientists are dead because Trubov wants them dead and it makes sense for them to die. Hooray! Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hooray. So, um, I guess they say okay to this. The scientists get carted off by uh, the Romafeller dudes and they give Hero, the hand Hero over, and they bring Hero to the Wing Zero and they put shit on his head and shove him inside of it. And Let they me try just to, put like, the boy who's murdered quite a few of our friends into the cockpit of the death machine. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, go hog wild, get a personal best any percent. So, um,. So he does. Yeah, yeah he starts so going he at it. Um, Quatra's talking about how humans need the fight, and that's his... I don't even know what I'm writing here. And just to be clear, this is... Okay, so this is, again, another case of we really need to define what is simulation, what's real, what's metaphorical, and what is literal here, and what is figurative. Uh, Hero is literally in the seat of the Gundam Wing... Uh, doing a virtual simulation where he then has the idea in this simulation, which appears to be just shooting at dots in the brainwave machine, he realizes, oh, I don't know who my enemy is. That's the people trying to take my life. And then he changes his mind and goes, they're the people who were toying with my life and thinks of the scientists. And in one beautiful moment, Hero goes, I should fucking kill those guys. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Hero yeah, does a good thing. It only took 26 episodes. Oh my god, Hero finally in the Berserker machine has his first moment of clarity and says, <laughs> well, are we the it's baddies? It's not really a moment of clarity because he's obviously brainwashed by the Zero system now. But hey, the funniest... a broken clock is clear twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest fucking part of this, like he... 
starts going insane, but like they left the keys in the Gundam. So yeah, he so it turns the Gundam. out. <laughs> and then, like, like he, again, yeah, that's the thing. He's in the simulation, and he decides in the simulation, I need to kill those guys. And for some reason, this literally turns the literal Gundam on. <laughs> like it's it just not stands in up, the simulation, blows up the catalogs. And all the guys are like, yo, what the fuck? And like, <laughs> correctly so, because why is it, is there no lockout tag out on this thing? <laughs> I don't like, know. And it's funny too, because the uh, Romanfeller guy is like, hey, we have hostages and the scientists here, but Hero doesn't give a shit. And the no. scientist guy's like, haha, he wouldn't use stupid hostages to get in his way. He's going to murder us anyway. Well, like, the scientists deliberately were shits in that room so that Hero would target them so he would fuck shit up. I. Like, he literally, like, they're like, oh, it's fine. We'll defend ourselves. And he, the, the head scientist guy's like, yeah, oh, we made ourselves the perfect target. He wants to kill us, making us the victor. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. they're like, they deliberately did that. And I'm like, why? And then even stupider, so he gets up in his robot. He starts fucking up all the dolls that are around him and start blowing shit up. The Gundam scientists are watching this, and they're all totally chill with this system that fucks up human minds, putting a fucking perfect soldier in the fucking crazy system and making him a murder (laughs) machine. And as they watch the Wing Zero just walk away, blowing shit up, they're like, this is cool. And they find (laughs) them just walk and wander off back into the maze. This is fine. Like, these well, guys have no again. sense of right or wrong. No, <laughs> no. The these dudes are the scientists, Yeah, these scientists are the wizards of the Gundam Wing universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Okay, so, um... The guy, the Romafeller guys are like, oh, shit, the sign, this crazy robot's on the loose. We should call Tuberov and get some more dolls down here. And the other guy's like, well, no, this will look bad in our performance review. This would look really Trent, bad. Trent because- is like, they ordered us to blow it up and we didn't. He's going to shoot us. <laughs> they ordered us to kill the Gundam pilot and we didn't. We it- This is the double whammy. <laughs> Yeah, they ordered us to kill the Gundam pilots. We didn't. They, for some reason, were okay with that, I guess. And then they ordered us to blow up the Gundam, and then we didn't. And that one, that one, I think, is going to stick, guys. (laughs) I think that one's going to come up in quarterlies. I got to be real. (laughs) So Quattro's like, okay, Hero's insane now. Somebody has to stop him. So he gets in the Mercurius, which I guess is just chilling there, and uh, goes off to fight Hero. Um Quattro like yelling at him. Is it a new Mercurius? No, 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 it's the no, same it's one. The same it's the one. Oh, it's the dead one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Quattro is yelling at him over the radio saying, the Zero System's fucking up your judgment. And Hero's like, no, my judgment is clear as day, he says, as his judgment's fucked up. So <laughs> they start fighting. Um, Mercurius, like, Quattro knows that he can't win because, his, one, his suit's busted, and two, it's not as good as the wing. So he does that thing with the shield. He has the little shield bits that protect him from laser blasts. He makes a dome over him to trap both of them inside and says he's going to blow up the Mercurius to stop both of them, which I guess, sure, I guess if you're suicidal, that's a decent plan. I have no other option. Yeah. But then Quattro At least what you do is then helpful, but much like Android 16. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't go the greatest. Yeah. So Quattro, as he's about to blow up, says that the Gundams aren't needed in space anymore and that the Gundam pilots are the number one thing that aren't needed in space. And then here we go. Yeah, Hero... Does having none of this since he's going berserk. So he slashes at the Mercurius, and as like his beam saber is going into the Mercurius' shoulder, he has like this new type t- style flash where he sees Quatra superimposed over the Mercurius, and he's like panicking and in pain. And then this snaps Hero out of it, and then like gets super sick inside of the wings there, like he's about to puke. Opens the front hatch, rolls out yo, of it, face plants from 40 feet up. Yo, yo, I want to be clear. He lands directly on his fucking yeah. face yeah. and yeah. bounces I was at like, least three and a half kid. feet. He's dead as He shit. broke his neck and I his mean, entire facial structure. Even like, if they're going his, for the one six gravity thing, it's still a very... That would do some damage. He would still be bouncing glowing. like six inches off his face. That's true. That's he not started great. glowing by this point. He, so he's he started probably glowing fine. and then he felt... So maybe he just... Oh, yeah, I forgot shield. that. He's glowing like he's Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's on the ground. He looks up at the Mercurius. He says, Here we, we go. mustn't fight each other. Then sees a superimposed like image of Relena over the Mercurius and passes <laughs> the fuck out. Why does this happen? It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so Quatra she, sees all this. She's been going 10 episodes now. Yeah. yeah. Quatra sees all this, gets out of the Mercurius, which is like kind of glowing like it's about to blow up. He runs over the hero on the ground, touches him, and, like, this puts out his glowingness, and then somehow, like, absorbs his thoughts and realizes that Hero wants to go to Earth. 
So you want to go picks, to Earth Boy? Is that it? He picks him up and carries him off. And then after I, this, the Mercurius just blows itself up and takes the Wing Zero with it. Yeah, yeah. It blows itself up, like, basically immediately, though. So, like, they're dead. Yeah, they're, you couldn't get dead. that far away. First off, he still had the fucking dome shield thing around him, so I don't know how to get out of that. But, like, <laughs> I guess it blows up immediately. Well, I don't know. I, I guess it actually, just like everything else in the show, the sense of time is messed up and it actually blew up, like, an hour later. <laughs> yeah. And this explosion is quite big, by the way. Like, it Imagine shows outside if, view. It blows up a whole section of the base. Oh, it's blowing up, like, miles and miles of terrain. Yeah. 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 Um, so, they stole the looter buggy. I feel like they think we're supposed to have an emotional attachment to the Gundams at this point. Is These two the thing, Gundams like, that have existed for, I don't know, well, three well, and five don't, episodes. Here's the thing, though, cool. about this scene, before you go like, on with that thought, is like they steal a shuttle and get off the moon. But afterwards, we see the Gundam scientists who are lost in the maze come to this burning hallway, and the wing is still there perfectly intact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's on fire, but like that's not gonna stop the gun. Right? And it's clearly it's clearly fine. And yeah, like but between the V eight and the Mercurius and all these other Gundams and you know, the original Sandrock, all that shit blowing up, and they're always just like Oh, this is amazing. They'll they'll have deep feelings about this one. It's like no. but I don't like any of these gun like Oh no, the weapon of mass destruction might be stopped. You know, what a terrible fate. Yeah, it's funny like, thinking, it's funny thinking about it's funny thinking All about of this. them have blown up at some point. It's hard to feel sad when every Gundam has been blown up by this it would point. Be like, it would be like if in the DC universe they killed Superman every two episodes. <laughs> and yeah. then, or like every two comics. And then he came back the next one like with no fanfare. And it's just like, oh, he got better. Well, the <laughs> thing fine. to me about this is like they're trying, like you said, they're trying to make emotional impacts about these robots exploding. Which is, like, the epitome of the wow, cool robot thing. Because like, if you think back, like, I've watched the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Everybody treats the Gundam as, like, this crazy death machine, which it is. And, like, they're <laughs> all kind of scared and terrified of it on the, both sides of the war. But, like, in this, in Gundam Wing, like, they make the robots, like, actual more character. They give more characterization and more emotional, I don't know, They treat them like them. they have emotional gravitas. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, Contra... It goes on about how, like... You let me out, Sandrock? Like, oh, no. No, (laughs) No, it goes on about how the mobile dolls are, like, people are relying on machines instead of fighting themselves. I'm like, you use a Gundam. (laughs) You literally use a machine to fight. Like, but yeah, you're right. The Gundams are characters, not machines. You're right. That's what they're trying to them as. Literally, the the one the series that people try and accuse of wow cool robot the most G Gundam in the first episode establishes that people on Earth hate the Gundams yeah. and don't trust them and think they're destructive monster machines. And outside of Domone, it seems like most of the pilots kind of understand that. Like even George kind of gets it. You know, honestly, <laughs> having seen almost—I'll I, say—I've seen maybe seventy-five, eighty percent of the Gundam series and media out there. Gundam Wing is by far the most wow cool robot of them all. Like it's yeah. easily, yeah. easily, easily. Well, it's because yeah. that's like what—that's the only cool factor that this show tries to push, and it means that it just pushes that cool factor. You know, like. It's literally, well, this is all we got, so we might as well just make it so that you just, you love these robots. These five pretty boys have five pretty robots. Don't you like them all? Yeah. So the scientists, uh, seeing the burning wing just sitting there, they have a line, something to the effect of, like, is, are, the, are the Gundams necessary for the future? Let's, let's let the next pilot decide. And they walk off. Well, oh we, our work here is done. Yeah, like End they were of so close one. to having, like, are we the baddies? <laughs> they just walked away from it. Why are they still alive? <laughs> imagine, imagine if after the bombs fell, every scientist who worked on the like Manhattan Project and everything just said in the news, eh, not my problem. <laughs> we'll let the next <laughs> like generation this. decide. Yeah, like, maybe it was good, actually. Who can say <laughs> if nukes like... are good or are bad? Oh, I my God. Touch. No, it was <laughs> the pilots who were wrong. <laughs> they're, like, they're such monsters. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, these scientists now, you are might say, You might say, hey, Ty, how are we only two episodes deep and we're at 53 minutes? Well, as I foreshadowed, that's because the next two episodes, here's my summary of them. And we'll discuss some of the finer points of what they do, but... Uh, these are the first two episodes of season two. 
uh, and they are almost entirely clip show, uh, just recapping the first season. Two of them. Two um, so it is a it is a slow and disjointed and confusing recap that I question its necessity, especially in the later parts of the second half where they recap things that if you're watching them all in the row in a row, I had watched like ten minutes prior. So well, let's talk about our viewing strategies, <laughs> shall we? Because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about my viewing strategy first, and then we'll get. Uh, I think we'll go Kuvo, yeah. and then yeah. our two suffering, wonderful children. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was in the VR zone again because I found it's literally the only way I can concentrate on Gundam Wing is if I have nothing affecting any of my other senses. Uh, <laughs> so for this episode, I realized, oh, this is a clip show. I would skip 10 seconds, watch three to five seconds, go, okay, they recap that, skip forward 10 seconds, mm hmm, just 10 seconds, mm hmm. I watched through both of these in probably about, I don't know, 10 minutes, something like that, like pretty quick, because it was just skip, check, skip, check, yep, nothing new, nothing new, nothing new, nothing new, Jesus Christ, nothing new, like literally nothing, like most other clip show episodes, they'll even like at least work in some of the setting for season two and like explaining where it's the going to. The second episode kind of did that. Like towards the end, they start working in God, some stuff. At the very end, yes. Yeah. It's but, so much nothing. Yeah. But two right, episodes. So Kubo, uh, Kubo, how, how did, how did you together. experience it? The instant we realized it was a clip show, we just turned it on at double speed and Pat smoked a bowl and I just drank a lot. Um, <laughs> interestingly, I, I put a, I put two clips up on Twitter. Watching it at double speed makes no more or less sense than watching it at times one speed. <laughs> and you can a get friend it of exactly mine, exactly the same rate. Yeah, a friend of mine posted in Discord is like it makes it sound like it's a speed racer. To which I say, speed racer is a more coherent show than Gunway. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the plots are a lot simpler, but by God, they finish them. Yeah. <laughs> there are uh, plots. Like a man who hates cars. So, <laughs> so Serene, Vickers. Yes. Yeah, we you watched, watched all of it. We didn't know regular it was going style. to be two sure, clip yes, shows. Yes, to be fair, we didn't know it was two. So we watched the first one, and I was like, I was like, you know, hey, these clip shows usually have a few scenes, you know, of the characters talking that are new. I how about we time how much is how actually much new animation, new animation. And, and, uh, uh, and the first episode, okay, so, episode so, so 27 we were, we is... were asked we i'll just say uh, yeah. we were asked to uh oh, yeah, guest yeah. on this uh myself and kuvo separately mm-hmm. and we hadn't heard each other's guesses this can be verified by everybody mm-hmm. yep. um we however did both guess the exact same amount of time three which minutes. was Three minutes yeah. across three minutes. both in episodes of new animation. Minute episodes. In 48 minutes, I guess there are three minutes of not literally the exact content from season one. Yeah, so episode 27 is 56 seconds. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and it's all, literally it's all, all of it is Melena walking across a room. Like, yes, it's the beginning it, and the end. It <laughs> intersperses between wow. it. That is literally there the is only nothing, new animation. There is nothing new in between the start and the end. It, it is just 56 seconds. And uh, episode 28, <sighs> do you remember this? You had I believe it's three one. minutes almost it, on it the was, dot. It was 2.59, yes. <laughs> so four minutes between Across the two both. of them. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, so episode 27, I'm, the new footage was just I thought I was walking. undershooting it for comedy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oops, guess I was almost right. You undershot it, but... Just barely. Just a little. I huh? didn't even reach a minute for episode 27. I lost and my shit when I realized that. I almost question how much of that Relena walking back and forth across the room was secretly repeated mm-hmm. and you didn't notice because yeah, they were earlier. all such bland shots. Probably, probably. Yeah. Like... Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, so the new stuff in episode 28 actually is kind of important. A little bit of it. Um, the beginning of the episode, before he starts Recap City, uh, Tries is in a horse-drawn carriage, and he's kind of just being pulled through the countryside, having fun. Um, he's in, like, this Roma feller, like, wild protection area place, and I guess he's, he's going like, to a mansion. He's like, they built, they, they originally bought this for conservation, but now they're making weapons of war. It's, he's really trying to mash his metaphors together. Yeah, so he's being brought off to a mansion in order to be confined because that's what they said they were going to do. But yeah, most of it's a recap, except towards the end. Um, I, I would like to point out Kubo's notes are very good here because 
again, I was in on it because I usually am the last person to watch these because I just marathon them right before we record. Um, so Kuvo, I think usually, or Kuvo, Vickis, and Serene kind of have separate experiences that don't interact with each other too much usually. Um, and Kuvo's note here says, OMG, is this a second recap episode? Fuck it is. <laughs> like, right there. <laughs> like, it's it's unbelievable that there'd be two. Like, it's unbelievable that there'd we, be two. Because almost all the yeah. recaps of this episode are, like, of the last, like, four or five episodes of season one. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Vegas explain how we discovered it was two uh, recap episodes. Yeah, so, like, we watched the first one. It's like, all right, season two recap episode, sure, why not? We watched the ep- the episode preview at the end of this because we're not going to watch it till tomorrow, and you're like, "Oh, I get, yeah, we're going to get a little more new stuff." And I was like, "Wait, wasn't all of the stuff in the next episode old footage?" And like, we we realized that it stopped right when they were going to space, and we went back and rewatched the next time on Gundam Wing, and every single thing was old footage. So we were like. They're going to do another clip show? <laughs> we were like, we're done. We're fine, no, right? No, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at the end of episode 28, um, the new shots are him walking around his new mansion, saying he's got to reflect in his time here on his actions. Or house arrest. Yeah. He's, um, he's become a loser of history, and that's going to make him strong. Yeah, he talks about how Zex and the Gundam pilots made him realize that fighting for something is good. I don't know. He was fighting for something before. (laughs) I I like Kuvo's notes here of talks about how Zex and Gundam pilots made him realize fighting for stuff is good or something. Which is (laughs) honestly about as good as I could get out of this. (laughs) Multiple listings was just like, uh, I guess they convinced him war and people dying is extra good. Which, again... Don't know how he got that, but the show God bless. sort of doing that Michael Bay thing where all of the superiors are idiot morons, but all of the soldiers down on the field are cool and good. Yeah. And Trace's character arc is basically him going from being the aloof commander into being like, you know, quote unquote on the field, I guess. But like, it doesn't work. We've never seen him well, in the field. We've never because, seen him learn anything. And it's and especially because Trace has always shown that he's like a battle enthusiast and has respect for the soldiers. Like he's been that way since day one. Like he literally had ding dong jump out of his Gundam so that they could like have a duel. He had a duel with one of the most important and powerful opponents on the other side and won. (laughs) So they're trying to act like he doesn't get fighting really doesn't work. He won in the most bougie way possible too. (laughs) I mean, for sure, for sure. But yeah, like they're trying to frame it as he doesn't get it when like honor and the individuality of soldiers is like the number one thing he loves and has been loving. Yeah, that's it. That's his whole character. And now they're like, oh, he's learning to have respect for the soldiers. And it's like, but that's his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at the end of this, uh, towards the end of this episode, he's talking about how he loved Dune and now she is dead and this is so sad. And he has pictures of her hair with her hair up and with her hair down. It's silly. <laughs> but he has, Pat, remember, Pat and I were watching this at two times speed. He does this thing where he puts down the photos in front of his computer or something, takes a rose and sniffs it, but, like, it's in two times speed, so he sniffs it and, like, shakes his head like it's getting high or something. It's super funny. Yo, hit this um, rose. Um, in the only actual new footage in this episode, um, we see that Quatrain Hero have, in fact, made their way to Earth. Um, Trier is saying something about how the third act is now about to begin because uh, this is halfway through the show. That's when the third act shows up. Yep. But anyway, sure. we see a new mystery woman is behind Trier's, and she's very happy to help him out. And then Trier's is staring at his computer, and on his computer, there's this real cool new robot that's very evil-looking. It's in some factory, and it's getting built, and it has all these evil-looking eyes and stuff. And it's it's the got wild. the Master Gundam horns. Yeah, it looks kind of Master Gundam-y, you know. uh, And we'll see this mobile suit in the future. So... There, there's one thing I want to complain about about the clip show episodes that really made me angry, and that's the narration. So we've established that 27 was Relena, right? Yes, Talking, Relena, about, talking yeah. about her and Hero, and then episode 28 is Trey's. But mm. both clip shows have other people coming to the narration. In 27, Hero just pipes up and starts talking about stuff, and in 28, 
Lady Un, who is supposed to be dead at this point, <laughs> starts but, recapping the and story. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't have an establishing shot of one character and have them be like, I'm talking about my stuff, and then have another character come in without also doing the same. Uh, yeah, like, no, I agree uh, with you 100% on this. It's stupid that they try to frame this as him remembering and recollecting on this yeah. stuff. When and then someone the else has to the, Like, honestly, they in. could have just had the narrator just saying everything here. Right, that's the thing. The narrator is the only character who's allowed to do that because he's the narrator. You can't have characters in the show. And it's it's so easily fixable in 27. You just have a shot of Hero on his way to Earth. And then yeah. he's thinking about his relationship with Relina. That it, it's easy to fix that. I'm not sure how you fix Lady Oon. <laughs> but like, I'm sitting in 27, going, "No, no, you can't do. You can't have Hero narrating this stuff. You haven't established him. You have fucked up the framing device oh, that we spent show. twice the time on. <laughs> how do you uh... mess up a clip show this badly? Gundam Wing. That's how. I'm actually curious. I'm trying to remember what episode 29 is, and I'm trying to see if I can look it up real quick. Because if it's the one I think it is, it's going to be quite funny. (laughs) Uh, Episode 29. Let me look this up. Yes, it is. Okay. Good. Oh, Oh, boy. Start the new season off with a bang, then. Yeah, I I, I was... Because, like, I kept talking about how I thought the next episodes were going to be funny, and I forgot they did the double fucking clip show here. I guess it just washed out of my mind. But yes, well, the next episode well, was the one I was referring to. I can't imagine why would a show ever do a double clip show? Like I don't, I don't think any of the shows. Yeah, next episode's fantastic because one, uh, someone comes back that hasn't been in a while, and they also introduce a new character, and it's going to be great. So, also apparently, someone had mentioned that one of the reasons there were two clip show episodes is they were planning on doing. Backstory yeah. episodes for Relena and I think for the Gundam pilots, Trey's. possibly. Or maybe the Gundam pilots. And then they just realized, oh, we don't have budget. Oh, there goes Which the budget. could be true. <laughs> it would make sense. I mean, it'd be plausible, yeah. That, that's it's the thing. A, that's, it's, it's a lot of recap. It's hearsay, like but I have never heard of a show doing two recap episodes. Two clip shows. The other thing about the clip show, episode 28, is it showed how little happened in space. Because most of both <laughs> clip shows are stuff that happened on Earth. And then the last five minutes of the clip show 28 is in, in space. So nothing happened in space. Yeah, they just recap a quattro blowing shit up, really. Yeah, that's it. Nothing happened in space. Yeah, I'm I'm reading the synopsis for episode 29, and you guys are gonna like it. So, like a fine wine, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. Oh uh, yeah. Um, well, till next time, I guess. <laughs> space anime. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, it's barely space anime. Like, if we're being, oh fuck this. I'm Earth not. anime. See you next time. Bye. Uh,